Thank you, as always, for listening to Caleb versus Self. On this episode, I've got Cyril, I've got Chad, I've got Josh. We talk about the backpacking trip that we just took back out to the Five Ponds Wilderness. We finally made it to the Sand Lake Lean-To, which was the goal the whole time. Uh, we had a good time. It was a lot of fun. We talked about all the things that we encountered during the trip, the people that we met, which actually we only really saw two people. Uh, all the bear shit that was everywhere. It was an amazing time. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this conversation. and I did a podcast back in December uh, talking about our backpacking trip to the Five Ponds Wilderness and we finally got back out there to try round two and see if we could make it to the lean-to and before I even get that far god damn was there so much bear shit out there just it felt like every 50 yards there's just bear shit am I wrong am I going crazy or yeah, I mean, it was an absolute minefield for sure. Chad, what <laughs> were really your was. thoughts when you first started walking into, you know, obviously we took the trail that we found on the way back the first time. Um, at least Josh and I know that trail. Cyril knows that trail pretty well. But we took that trail going back in. We crossed the bridge. Everything's all hunky-dory. And then eventually you lose the trail. At that point, Chad, your thought process was what? <laughs> Well, I mean, I had heard the tales of the uh, the first exhibition out there, and uh, yeah, it's, you know, you start getting a little nervous. To be honest, what what in particular? <laughs> I, I heard terrible stories from the first time around. Uh, you guys just hunkering down, literally in the middle of the night, because it's just starting to get dark enough where you have to, you know, make up a fire and stuff. Uh, yeah, because once I mean, up until where the trail dropped off, it was easy breezy. You know, you just spray yourself down with a little deet. Black flies stay about an inch farther away from your face, and you're good to go. There was a but ton then, of black flies yeah. this time. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I should, we should have brought a baseball cap for sure. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I had a hat, which kind of helped keep the flies away, and Chad and Josh did not. Um, <laughs> another thing to check on the packing list. <laughs> Kind of like all. No, the- dude, you didn't even tell us or anything. It's Don't selfish, you really. fucking start with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but once the brush started getting real thick, is when when we were cutting down that dead tree to see if we could like scale it across that little canal was when yeah. I was I realized things might be getting a little. Hairy. That was it for me too. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right, this is where it begins. Yeah, which which to be fair. For anybody that did listen to the first podcast way back when, we had pat we had gotten up to camp one where we stopped for the first night on the first trip. On this trip, we had gotten there in what two hours, Josh? Like hour fifteen, I think <laughs> something crazy like that. Yeah, and it took us. It was more well. It, it was demoralizing from the aspect of the first time we went out, but yeah. And then we got to camp two in like what three hours? No, yeah, some something like that. We we didn't go off the trail heading in until like yeah, like three hours in, I I believe. So once we get to that point, I think we took a break. Like we started bushwhacking for a little bit. We take a break, grab a cliff bar, and at that point, Chad, when we drop pack the first time, is that when you started like questioning like? All right, I got to mentally prepare for spending a night literally in the deep woods <laughs> yeah. like these guys did last time or like what was the thought process for you there? Yeah, well cuz the other thing is you had I was kind of trying to follow along on that physical map that you gave me. Yep. You had that uh hunting app that was tracking us. Yeah, the ONX. And I didn't really know where we were for for like most of the time cuz we really didn't like we were next to both Sand Lake and Rock Lake. But we didn't see either of them going through the way we did. So I have no reference point for for how much progress we were actually making. Um, so, yeah, it was. That's why I was, keep asking you. Well, that's why I kept I just, lying to you. Well, I just needed some <laughs> sort of motivation because from last time, I didn't even think we were going to make it. Yeah, so I needed like, all right, how close? How close? 
But we were walking, and I I started changing my answer from like miles, I think, to like it. We're almost there. And I yeah, you're like, oh, it's like a hundred yards. I'm like, all right, football field, let's go. <laughs> oh my god. And I know Chad, when we started getting like closer to the end, before he knew it was the end, he was like, "Yo, bro, seriously, how close are we?" <laughs> and I was like, "We're right there. It's, it's literally. I'm pointing like." You can barely see like a little bit of the lake, and I was like, "It's just on the other side of that." But yeah, right we... at that point is when we cut down that tree. Yeah, which, that's yeah. Right. Well, that's where I was worried about because on the map you saw that little like <clears throat> outcropping of the uh, the lake there, or whatever the heck was going on, and I was it looked big on the map, so I figured it was going to be yeah. like not just some tiny stream. But something a lot bigger we were going to have to go around. We got pretty lucky, actually, for once. <laughs> well, we we cut down a tree that was already fell. It just fell into another tree. I think a beaver yeah. had chewed it up. And yeah, just took the hatchet yeah. and just tried to smash it. Which also it. wasn't the greatest idea. No. Because that took way too long. <laughs> it did. <laughs> well, we, we wasted... dropped it. And it, I don't think it was quite long enough. It wasn't. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It, was it literally, literally was comical. like, it was like perfect to just make it across, like, the length of what we needed. Not like, you know, from land to land, but straight water. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they wasted a lot of energy, a lot of time. <laughs> I'm standing there with Josh holding this tree up. About to drop it so that, it, like, in theory, it'll hit the other side so we can cross the stream or, or whatever. Yeah, it's a stream. I call it a stream, I guess, or a creek. It's like a canal, but yeah. yeah. And I go to drop it, and the other end just smashes into the water. I was like, well, fuck. I was low-key, like, tree. looking. And I was, like, I-, I was tempted to just go for it. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> I was like, we... ah, we've been wet last time. This can't be, de- you know, any worse than what it was. So. Pole vault it. Well, last time yeah. we we had just walked in water the whole fucking time. Right. So comparatively, that would have been nothing. But right. we were trying to stay as dry as we could. Yeah. So we yeah, get to that crazy. part. We we epically fail trying to get a tree to cross the stream. So then we go downriver, and we didn't go that far. I think we went like maybe. Yeah, it wasn't yards. far at all. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not even. Yeah, that maybe two hundred. Yeah, if that. Yeah. I think the amount of time it took to cut down and drop and miss that tree oh, yeah. is how long it took to find a spot where we could just reasonably hop across. Yeah, definitely. I agree. <laughs> they definitely overthought there. that a little bit, I guess. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah sorry. We hop across. Yeah. Uh, that was actually the only fall. I don't know if you guys remember that when we came over the edge of that like ledge there. I slipped down the side of that kind of hill a little bit. And that was actually, I think, the only real fall we had. Whereas the first trip, we fell like every fucking five minutes. Oh, it was all the time. I always had to open my mouth. (laughs) Was that when you slipped and you like fell ass first on a fallen pine tree? Well, yeah. And a branch just like taint punched you? (laughs) Essentially. (laughs) You didn't make a noise. I was like, are you good? Nah, he lost his virginity that day. For he sure. just took it in silence, man. Oh, you're talking he... about the way back? Oh, so there was more than one fall. <laughs> that was, I, see, I didn't count that as a fall. I counted that. That was just a nut buster. <laughs> oh, really? Right. Right. I was still on my feet. <laughs> I was still on my feet. I don't know how. I suppose that's fair. Where the fuck am I going to fall, Josh? In the river? No, I the... just would have been crawling the rest of the way after that, to be honest. In the swampy fucking bear shit that was everywhere? No, yep. no, thank you. I'm not fucking crawling through that. <laughs> that will take my nut shot in stride, thank you. <laughs> so we keep going. We get over that. Now we're coming around Sand Lake, and that's when I keep lying to Chad. More so Chad. I didn't. I thought Josh was fine, but I was more just kind of lying to Chad before Chad was like, hey, I'm done. We got to take, take a long break this time. What? I was at the back. Yeah. And you were like, Caleb, how far? <laughs> I and definitely I was not. point in the direction and be like, it's over there. Oh, that's, that's just sounds like you're rewriting history, that's but that's true. fine. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So go ahead, brother. Going. Go ahead. Now, for the last, like, you know, couple hundred yards, I guess, we keep finding firewood. 
and we're like trying to make a mental note, like, hey, we're gonna come back, we're gonna get all this firewood because, well, shit, why wouldn't we? Yeah. We keep going, we keep going. We cross an old beaver dam, which was it was pretty cool, but it was nothing like the beaver dams that we saw on the first trip when we were trying yeah. to come all the way up the river, like idiots. But it was a pretty cool little beaver dam. Then we get through the rest of the pine trees and we finally get to camp and we get to camp and I literally look at Josh and I was like, what do we do now? Yeah, I had no clue. <laughs> right, because it's 3.30 in the afternoon. When we turn that turn, like the, the corner for the lake and ha- and I saw the firewood, I actually got like motivation to just go. I was like, oh my gosh, we're almost there. I never thought I would be able to see it. So based on that, like, let me ask you, Josh, did you think we weren't going to make it this second time with Chad? No, I don't think I I thought we weren't going to make it. I think it was just the realization that we were there, though, like that we actually didn't. I don't know. I definitely didn't think we weren't going to make it, but I think it was just the amount of time that I thought it was going to take to actually make it. And it really wasn't bad at all. It took us what, like four and a half hours or something? Yeah, we was like it four... wasn't it wasn't long at all. We got there at like three thirty. I'm trying to pull up my my. That's uh, crazy. I because remember I was like trying to prepare myself for when we got off the trail. I was like, okay, we've been on the trail for say three hours. Okay, well that means off the trail it's going to take us five six hours. I remember telling myself that. Oh, we'll get there by like. Six, seven o'clock, hopefully before dark or something. <laughs> and okay. we made it so early. That was the hike out. Yeah, we definitely overestimated when... For sure. Because the hike in, we, we've, we've messed up. <clears throat> so the hike in, we went all the way exactly where we needed to go, almost to Camp 2. And then we started doing this like S-turn around Sand yeah. Lake. We lost the trail. We did lose the trail, yeah. but we did S-turn. Yeah around sand lake and we did that it was four and a half hours and it was five and a half miles on the way back out we did that 5.15 miles and we did that in three hours and 11 minutes yeah. on the way yeah. back out it was so <laughs> was easy to lose slower. track of the direction you were going well i don't know if you remember was, we found yeah. a trail coming yeah, back yeah. out sooner yeah. than when we went yeah. in we did yeah, that trail extended well, further. Remember when realized. we went out? We I I was like you you like had me leading, and I actually was going backwards at one point. I was leading we backwards. <laughs> we got spun <laughs> around. Everything looked the same. We got spun around for a minute in there with Josh, but we got a fix. We got a fix. <laughs> why am I, this is why I'm in the middle. <laughs> it was it was oh man, I gotta send you this screenshot just so you guys can see what kind of retardation we were. <laughs> It is kind of crazy though. Walking around in fucking circles, everything just looks the same. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it does. So we get to camp. First thing, of course, we do is we start unpacking, setting up the hammocks. I set up my hammock. It took me a little bit to figure out because mine didn't have adjustable straps, so I kind of had to use different trees that I didn't think were going to be strong enough. Turns out they were (laughs) fine. Josh had a full African safari fucking hammock over there. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Net. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Which, by the way, mint because of all the black flies. That's so just mint. good. Yeah. yeah. And Chad set up Cyril's stuff because he borrowed Cyril's stuff to go on this trip. And he set up his hammock inside the lean-to. Yeah. Which was a mistake. <laughs> Why? <laughs> For sure. Well, because the lean-to wasn't long enough, so the, I had to, like, angle... I had to, like, go diagonal across the lean-to to hang the hammock. And obviously, like, it's not going to hold the hammock evenly if you're at an angle like that. So for Which I realized after suffering the first night just chronically slipping out of my hammock. So for uh, people listening, the lean-to is this... Think of it as a, a single-room, tiny cabin but there's no front wall. So you got three walls in a roof, but that's it. And the fire pit was right in front of the lean-to. So inside that lean-to, Chad's got to do it diagonally just (laughs) so that, so from opposite corners, just so he can hang up his hammock, which is probably still too close anyway. Yeah, yep, absolutely. So you're sleeping in a V, essentially. It was a hard V. It was a right angle for sure. (laughs) 
And I've never been more uncomfortable in my life because it got decently cold that first night, surprisingly, because the weather was beautiful. Yeah. But at night, it was still like 29 degrees or something. It was very or, sorry, cold. 39, yeah, 38 I would, degrees. I would say, yeah, high 30s. Which isn't terrible, but like when I'm slipping out of my hammock every 15 minutes and readjusting and readjusting. I was going to say, I think the temperature difference, because I I think even going now, like June, like July, just because of where, like the woods, it just drops. It gets so cold. And Mm -hmm. like, I mean, what? It was like in the 60s and it dropped all the way to high 30s. I mean, you got a 30 degree difference, 20 degree difference. It's a lot. Oh, yeah. I'd imagine it'd be the same way now. How did you know it was super cold that first night, Josh? You want to talk about that? <laughs> I'd rather not. I, Which try to fix that problem if you just dealt with it right at the beginning no, of see, the night. You I didn't want to do it and uh, see. Let's start with what you I did. I didn't do yeah, the serial yeah. method first off. That was a problem for sure. And, uh, you know, for people that don't know, the serial method implies. <laughs> That you get in the sleeping bag first, Stand and then up. you sort of scooch. Yep, and then you sort of scooch or hop into your hammock. <laughs> and like I said, I was very worried. I, I, to be fair, I was still worried about this hammock holding me. I still was amazed mm. the fact that I could be in a hammock. You know, well, I thought <laughs> you were good. That was you had a beefy hammock. It was a nice hammock, yeah. but I still was amazed. It's been like I don't know. At least six years since I've been in a hammock. So, um, so what did yeah, you do so instead of the serial method, like you should have done? What did so you do? the hammock was yeah. just in the sleep or in the sleeping bag. Hello. <laughs> so the sleeping bag was just in the hammock, and I tried sliding into the sleeping bag while on the hammock, and it just <laughs> I couldn't do it. It wouldn't slide. So I probably got it up about halfway up my body. So from my legs were fine, but from like chest up, I was freezing and I had no like (laughs) pillow, like it wasn't up to my head, nothing. So I just thought I'd be fine. I didn't think it was going to get that cold, especially not compared to like last time. I'm like, ah, you know, it's good. It's spring. It's beautiful. And it dropped so quick and I was just committed. I was (laughs) so committed. And then eventually, um, what what time did you become uncommitted? Four four thirty in the morning when I realized it was very cold, but I also had to go to the bathroom. So <laughs> and you realized how, how much sleep did right. you get that night? Um, I don't even remember because if I went to sleep at four thirty, I was just the fact that I even got any a little bit of sleep while <laughs> half covered. I don't know how, but. Well, the issue is, is the fabric of the sleeping bag and the fabric of the hammock. It, it yeah. doesn't allow you to move into your sleep because all you're doing is pushing your sleeping bag up the hammock. Right. And even when you use the cereal method, which I did for sure. Thank you, by the way, cereal. Um, I would get in and about every 15 minutes, like Chad was saying, I would have to take my hands, grab both sides of the hammock yeah. and literally pull myself yeah. upwards up the hammock because I kept sliding. So like my thighs were like over my head most of the time while I was sleeping because you would just slide. I think just by weight, you know. What yeah. I mean? Like just because yeah. I'm, you know, it was the worst. It was the worst. Was the which worst. is why on the second night we didn't even have the the hammocks out. We all slept no, we in the lean-to just on the floor. Of the yeah, lean-to. hammocks. Hammocks. They were uh, like uh, mine was awesome during the day. It was fantastic for like the naps and stuff like that. But like. Hammocks just don't work when it's that cold out. It, it just doesn't. I, well, Chad, you made a good point as to why you thought it didn't work. Oh, yeah. Um, well, just when you're lifted off the ground like that, you have no insulation underneath your body. So you just constantly lose heat to the wind. And apparently there's a thing called an underquilt, which you can get for your hammock, which like insulates it a bit, but... I'll tell you, I didn't sleep at all that first night. That second night when we just sprawled out on the lean-to floor, oh, I slept like a baby. Or maybe I got, maybe I woke up like once in the night. It was beautiful because <laughs> I was actually warm. To be fair, I did also just chuck a few hand warmers into my sleeping bag and then zip up, yeah, like 
you know, Kenny on South Park style. Just my face is exposed. Those are still amazing. Yeah. Those, I'm pretty sure, again. Like I know a parka. Cyril's on. But Cyril had brought, like, a shitload of those on our first trip. And I'm pretty sure those, like, saved me from hypothermia. <laughs> actual hypothermia. Like, actually, yeah. for real hypothermia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But. Yeah. So we get there, we spend it. Well, f- what did we make for dinner? I don't even remember the first night. First well, night. Yeah. I was being strategic. I said, plug me up for the whole weekend, Captain. <laughs> and I ate <laughs> I ate up. that MRE the first night. Ugh. And it was, what was it? It was beef tacos. Beef tacos. <laughs> and you didn't even do it right. You didn't even put the cheese in the They're fucking cheese, dude. It was like Velveeta <laughs> thick cheese. And this dude's like, oh, I have to warm that up. <laughs> what do you and mean? You, you only get one shot at warming it up with like that little heat or that water activated heat pack, yes. right? So once I wasted all that heat, I was just like squelching out chunks of cheese onto my hot dog or hot dogs, cheese, hello, <laughs> beef tacos. But I, it worked, man. I you think know? I did ramen. I did. I did ramen the first night. Yeah, and I did the mm. beef or the the rice. The goal is to oh, get it all down. Thing. Yeah, so I had to you throw did. Bag. Yeah. yeah. A little won. bit of nostalgia. <laughs> he did. He ate the whole thing, Cyril. And I was like, you're not going to shit the rest of the weekend. No, I ate like 80% of it. I burned the rest. So Still not going to shit good. the rest of the weekend. It looked good until he put that cheese on it. <laughs> like, it actually did look bad. Oh, my God. My colon's just now recovered from that weekend, just so we're all clear. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, and we'll get to this, but on the way back, we went to a restaurant. You shit in the restaurant, didn't you? I felt so bad because I was determined to make it home. I don't want to ruin anybody's day. But uh, no, man, once we sat in that booth for a minute, it was it was game on. Did you at least tip extra? Um, I think I stiffed her, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think no, actually, that was bad. That was bad, though. Yeah. Well, so we eat, then we hang out. We finally get over to the lake after we eat. <laughs> this is the first night we're there. <clears throat> we get over to the lake, standing there looking at the lake. At least for me, and and I feel like Josh might share the sentiment. And this is something that I wish Cyril got to share with us. Was just like, oh my god, like we really made it. Look at this mm. view. It's fucking amazing. It was totally worth being there. And then. We're all piling in to sleep. Well, actually, it was before we started sleeping. But we heard the loon. The best part was telling Chad about it <laughs> and him the not loon. knowing at all what a loon was. <laughs> or what the fuck and that it, noise was. Yeah, when he was like, is that, there's wolves? Like, he was freaking out. <laughs> He's like, you guys didn't tell me there were wolves. And we're like, nah, dude, that's, that's a duck. <laughs> <laughs> That's he coming goes, from a duck. You really, Chad, you were like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I'd never heard that before. Dude, they do sound crazy. They <laughs> literally sound prehistoric to me. Like, they, they sound wild. In the stars, there was no no clouds. So stars were, they were out. You get in your hammock, at least for me, and, and mm. you've got all the pine trees you're looking up through. And I know, Josh, you had the same view because you weren't in Yeah, it was pool. nice. Yeah. It's just stars amongst these pine trees. It was it was beautiful. Yeah. It was amazing. And the whole time I kept thinking, what the fuck are we, we have a whole day to do nothing tomorrow. I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> Cause I fully thought I thought actually to go back and answer that my own question to Josh was I thought for sure we were gonna have to spend a night in the deep woods like we did last time. Really? You did? Huh? I did. I did think that. <laughs> Because I thought when we got to that place where we dropped the stupid tree and completely fucked it up, we were going to go so far east. And then by the time we crossed it and came around, it would be getting too dark. That's what I thought. Yeah, I think I think my mindset with that was I'll go I'll follow that stream for a little while. And if it honest to God didn't get like any shorter, I would have just I would have taken it. Like, would've, I would have just gone across. It? Yeah, I don't yeah. even care. Yeah, because it's just not worth going. I mean, to be fair, you didn't bring any like extra pair of shoes, so at least I had an extra pair that I could just <laughs> dealt with. Yeah, I mean that's true, but 
I probably would have done the same thing. I think I would have forwarded it, and I think that via peer pressure, Chad would have had to have done the same thing. Oh, no peer pressure necessary, man. My walking stick? I would have Your pole vaulted that thing. stupid walking stick. That was the worst walking <laughs> stick you could have picked. Of is all that the in the garage? It sure is, baby. It you made it all the it. way home? I thought for yeah, sure Josh was going to throw it out of the car. Uh, I didn't tell him, but we recently had a fire. So. <laughs> all I'm saying is everybody leaned on that walking stick at one point to get across the stream. So nah, no welcome. proof. No proof. You're absolutely welcome. Pixar didn't happen. True. You guys both know in your hearts what so we, happened. So we wake up the second morning. I dive straight into my oatmeal. Best fucking hiking morning snack. Yeah, that was a pretty solid suggestion. You had? Did you bring some? Yeah. Okay. Remember, because so I, I think I brought apple cinnamon, and That's you were great. like being no, such an elitist about your brown sugar cinnamon. So you just like heated it. up water and made oatmeal in what? In my tin cup. What did you make yeah. it in, Chad? Uh, I brought a just a Tupperware thing that you could stir it up in. Nice. No, you brought an yeah, actual yeah. pot. You you bought a pot at Walmart. Oh yeah, I did do that. Yeah, I brought a pot out to like heat up the water. But and I made we it. We were in at my, the uh, lean to. There was a bunch more. There's like two more pots, a frying pan. Yeah, there was, was a really lot. Nice. Yeah. There yeah. they, and there was a um a couple of grill like grill tops, so you could drop like kind of put it. Yeah. On the yeah. Rack. Yep. <laughs> they, they they were well prepared. If only they knew what we did the first freaking time we tried. Well, so we wake up the next morning. I make my oatmeal. And fucking, what's his name? Earl or whatever. What was that guy's oh. name, Chad? Earl. He says Earl. What was it? Was it Sam? Sam? I feel like Sam, Sam might be. Right. Sam Eddie or something like that? Yeah, Sam there you go. Eddie. That's what it was. That is. But maybe we shouldn't use full first and last names. <laughs> I'm no, that's just that nickname. Dude. That's move past nickname. it. Move past it. You definitely can't find him in Carthage, New York. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's Earl. Earl so he Eddie. Shows up. So he shows up, and the first thing he says is, "He's like, you know, hey, where'd you guys come from?" And I tell him, I, "I'm like, we came from the Upper South Pond Trail, and then we bushwhacked down, you know, south of Sand Lake, and then came around the edge, and then got to lean to." And he stares at me, looks me dead in my fucking face, <laughs> and you know what he says to me? He goes. You know, there's an easier way. <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> he was right. We found it, Caleb. Yeah. I said, fuck that motherfucker. Oh, that man. was the whole point of going that way is that it's more difficult. Why would I take the curated trail that's all maintained by you guys when I want mm. the difficult bushwhack? Like, that's what I wanted to do. Don't sass me with your bullshit, Sam. <laughs> I was salty yeah. about that. If you would have told him what we went through the first trip, though, he would have called us idiots. That's, I mean, that's fair. That's a strong possibility. But then he starts saying, hey, if you take, there's a trail that you can take in between Rock Lake and Sand Lake. And if you get far enough down, you can, you can cross a beaver dam and get right back onto that trail you came in on. That's right. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. He said we could have made it in from where we were at in what an hour and a half, and we we're like, okay, that's what he said. Even if this trail was there, which to be fair, there was a trail which was a little overgrown, but even if it was there, and it was completely clear, and we go the way you know you you say we should, there's no shot. Now you just have to sprint, half. dude. No problem, no, <laughs> unless you're running the yeah, whole time, yeah, still, dude. That's still five miles. It's yeah, right, right. I have, you know, this time I think I only had like 40 or 45 pounds of stuff this time around. Last time mm. I think I had closer to 55. But even then, like that's that's a good amount yeah. of weight. That's a good amount of walking. Yeah. It's not like, like a say, day. What I What I lost in like packing weight, I gained in self weight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... That morning, after he leaves, after Sam leaves, yeah. which I'm pretty sure he also said, don't carve on the fucking lean-to. And there's a bunch of goddamn carvings all over the lean-to. But mm. he's, like, telling us that he, he takes care of the lean-tos. He came from Wolf Pond Trail, and he told us that there is a a military airplane engine that's, that's right. somewhere by Wolf Pond that, I don't know, fell out of the fucking sky, I assume. I don't know the story behind it. 
Well, there's that base nearby, so I imagine it's... Right, Fort Drum's there. I'm sure they do military exercises, <laughs> but there's got to be more to that story. You know. Other than we're not fucking driving in there to huck out that engine to bring it all the way back. <laughs> but he was telling us about that. He was telling us he knew the editor of like the Adirondack Times or something, and they did a feature on him. He was really excited to tell us about that, which I haven't <laughs> found it yet. I haven't found that. I want to find that article. Have you actually looked for it? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Devastating. I couldn't find it. I mean, he was nice. He just, you know. I mean, it's I a know. dude that volunteers to keep a trail curated. So, like. He's definitely familiar with the area. Right. You know. And then Caleb just had to take it personal. Yeah. And then. It's like, it was what? Someone, Someone that thinks they know wildlife more than me. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we uh, had planned on walking up in between Rock Lake and Sand Lake that day anyway, Caleb. Because we just wanted to see if there was anything over there, if we could even squeeze between them. Um, so yeah, we did actually find that trail he was talking about, but it was horribly overgrown at one point that we just completely lost and we just turned back. I fucking found it. I finally found it. It's on the AdirondackExplorer.org. November twelfth, two thousand nineteen. And sure as shit, he has a. There's a picture there. Sam Eddy <laughs> poses in front of the Sand Lake Lean To in the Five Ponds Wilderness. <laughs> there is a picture, and he's raking. He's raking the top of the Sand Lake Lean To, of of where you, me, and I think Josh, we all climbed on top of that thing to take pictures and. Uh, to just see how far we could see climbing on top of that little lean-to. Oh my god, I just found the picture as well. That's to- That's 100% him. Not only is that him, that's also for sure the lean-to. Yeah, absolutely. That tree that he's leaning against, Josh had his hammock tied to. Really? Yep. What the- Jeez, I can't believe I finally found it. I don't know so why. So he clearly knew what he was talking about. Like, yeah, obviously, but I'm still salty. I don't. Care. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, remember the journal? How many times has he entered yes. in that journal? That yeah. was a really so cool feature. So many times. That was, Chad, really was cool, awesome. Actually. That was really cool. That Chad, talk about that. that. Well, yeah. So we just we get there, we unpack, we're like just sort of taking things in, and there's like a little cubby kind of like a little file holder looking thing in the corner. And there's just a, a Wegmans like spinach tortilla wrap bag hanging out of it. Yes. I was like, what? I thought I just assumed it was trash. So I go over to grab it and there's a, uh, there's a little like, uh, what are those notebooks called? Like the composite journal. Yeah. 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 The composite journals with literally just entries from everybody who would stop by. Um, and they would all just add their own little piece and how we got here, how it was, what it was like. And it was funny flipping through it and seeing everybody bitching about black flies because I've never empathized with something more in my entire life. Uh, but it was really cool actually seeing everybody's like just little snapshots of like the lives of the people who made that journey out there. It was it was nice. I put a little piece in there. So yeah, I think seeing it's- the stories. I think yeah. it's relatively common in the Adirondack area, at least, because I know we went on a trip last summer, my kids, my wife, with one of my wife's really good friends. Her father has a cabin out there, and he had my daughter do like a drawing in there and write about what we did and all that kind of stuff. And I didn't know that that was, I thought that was just something they did at their camp, but it might be something that's done like throughout the Adirondacks. Yeah, I could totally see that happening. I mean, for Chad and I, like, the craziest thing we've done is, like, Letchworth or, you know, Hamlin. So, obviously, they don't leave a journal for that. But, so, it was cool to see that they actually took the time to do something like that. And some of the stuff that was, like, there's one where a guy took his dog and they were fishing. Another one where they, somebody had gotten a black bear, like, hunted a black bear. Uh, I can't remember some of the other ones, Chad. Do you remember anymore? There was a rabid beaver in one. Oh, that's right. They talked about a rabid beaver. And that bears were everywhere around and like beware and stuff like that. We're like, what? (laughs) Well, we had a good solution for the bear problem, right, Chad? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, the solution was absolutely the traditional way you're supposed to do it. But our approach, our approach, <laughs> just screaming into the void because nobody was around us for miles was uh, just an active pastime while we were out there. Well, I feel actually, it was under the guise of scaring bears away, but I feel like we were all just sort of venting just nonsense into the air. You know what I mean? Well, for sure. But on the second night when we were standing <laughs> uh, at Sand Lake. Yeah. And Chad's got a few drinks. And yeah. who realized that there was an echo? I can't remember. It was you. You I shouted the yeah. first time. And we just listened to a bounce like five times. Well, then I think you were like, hey, do it this way. Like if you pointed it in a certain direction, if you faced, <laughs> if you're standing yeah. at the far east end of Sand Lake and you face almost south and you yell, the pine trees kind of like keep the echo going around the lake so it loops all the way around to the far side of the lake and you're still hearing your echo for like a good extended period of time. Yeah, it like ricochets. And so if you just the, shout down the shoreline essentially. Yes, and the higher the like the higher pitch your voice is, the longer it would go. Which I guess makes sense, but still, it was funny just Which we also had someone actually yell back. Oh, that's Remember right. That shit. shit. Cuz yeah, he was yelling right. and then someone actually yelled it wasn't an echo. It, they actually yelled back and then yeah, we were but we only heard it one once. time. Yeah, that's one time. why yeah. it like sounded like we it came from dumb. Rock Lake. It did. It did sound like somebody over Rock Lake. Why did they shout once though? Cuz we shouted again and then nothing. And well, then I, like of course 90 more times. I don't know. <laughs> it's still nothing. It could have been the interdimensional Sasquatch that I was telling you. True. About. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So the next morning. So back to the to the the second morning, I guess you would call it, or the first morning. Um, Chad and I go down in between Rock Lake and Sand Lake. Josh naps for a good chunk of the day because he was freezing the whole time and really that didn't was sleep at all. The one time I was worried bears were going to come because you guys were gone, you know. Because we weren't making yeah. noise near you. <laughs> you guys weren't yelling. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, it's awfully quiet." <laughs> so Chad and I go and we walk. We walked a good ways down in between Rock Lake and Sand Lake and actually Cyril, we could actually see Camp 2. That's how far we got down. But there was like the trail had disappeared. We couldn't find the beaver dam that Sam was talking about, which I assume would have been like another maybe half a mile down on the other side before we found one of those beaver dams that we had crossed on the first trip to be able mm. to walk over. So it was too far, but it was a nice little, it's a nice little hike. I can't remember if we found anything else out there, Chad. We found a bunch of um, portage um places so portage where people take their kayaks or canoes and they walk them to the next lake we found a couple of like portage spots from rock oh, yeah. to sand lake well yeah because the land bridge we were walking across that was sort of splitting the two lakes was actually fairly narrow so there was like a trail up on either side obviously from somebody dragging their kayak up or canoe then there was like a little fire pit right at the apex where it flattened out a bit and then right back down into their side which is pretty cool, actually. I would love to do something like that. A canoe trip? I have a canoe. Like a kayak one. If you could take a trail uh, and just like carry a kayak out, and that would suck, absolutely. But the second you can hit some water and you know you can... What is it called? Portage? Yeah, portage. When, you know, you, there's like a few lakes you could portage across. That'd be super baller. You know how fast you could get to Sand Lake if you uh, took that kayak? Just take the trail all the way right to where it hits the water and then, you know, kick off. You say that like we hit the water. We didn't fucking hit the water anyway. Well, we lost the trail. We lost the trail for sure. I don't think the trail went to the water. It did. Well, that's how it is on the map. That's that's what the map says. Yeah, but if you look at the way we came back, where we found the trail is nowhere near. I think the way we came back joins up, though. Maybe. Because that, that felt like an extension. That was way further out. That felt like an extension of the actual curated trail, or at least the one that was on the map. Yeah. I don't know. Because, well, yeah, you're did... right. If you if you, got, if you got stuck out there and you had to bushwhack with a freaking kayak, that'd be... If we did something like that, what I would do 
is I would get, if, let's say it's the four of us, right? I would get two kayaks and then my canoe. And I would have two people in the canoe with most of the gear and then two people in kayaks. I feel like that would be like the best right. way That's a to lot train. to drag around. That's the thing. But you're right. Yeah, but you have yeah. four people. Right, right. So kayaks will take two seconds. You just pick it up and walk. And then you what get kind two of people on each side of the canoe to lift it and move it, you know? Yeah. I feel like that would work pretty well. But neither here nor there. So Chad sure. and I do that trail. <laughs> we stare at Camp 2. We walk on top of a beaver lodge, which was pretty cool, so that we yeah. can see Camp 2. And then we make it back. Um, and I decide I want to get some fishing in. We're getting close to dusk. <laughs> I'm excited because last time I brought two fishing poles, didn't do shit with either one of them. So I'm excited this time. Like, hey, I got the fishing pole. I can fish in Sand Lake. I go and I tie a lure right on the end there and I go to reel my lure in. (laughs) And sure the fuck enough, somewhere around Sand Lake, there is my handle, the crank to, to... Get that lure to, you know, pull it in or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm not a fisherman. I don't know what I'm talking about. All I know is I was pissed that I walked that far with a stupid fishing pole and I couldn't even fucking fish when I got there. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was pretty devastating. Because I kind of wanted, I was curious yeah, myself. I was curious. I was like, man, I, I might try fishing when you're not uh, using it. Because imagine how many people actually fish in Sand Lake. Right. None. You know? Well, one guy said he was there with his dog fishing. Yeah, and he said he didn't catch much, which maybe you dodged a whole load of disappointment, you know? Instead of getting that disappointment over time, you just got it all at once because you couldn't even fish at all. So, blessing, really. I mean, maybe. No, you would have caught something. Big, I guarantee huge Loch Ness Monster in that (laughs) lake. Also, I want to talk about the goddamn peanut gallery. When I'm over here trying to fucking throw a goddamn hunk yeah. a log over a branch so that I can tie up our food. Yeah, it's bears. real bad. <laughs> so we find a spot where obviously somebody else has done this, but they did it in such a way that they had to cut the rope to get their food down because there's a big chunk of rope still up there. Yeah. I've got 550 cord with me, so you know we tie our sleep. What we did is we took our sleep sacks and we put all of our food in the sleep sacks and then I tied them together and then I tied them to the end of this 550 line and then at the other end of the 550, I tied like a chunk of a log i guess yeah something like a heavier log type thing and i kept trying to throw it over this branch every fucking time i would try to throw it all i would hear is oh so close (laughs) try again caleb try again stupid shit like that yeah but the most important part of that is that josh had to step up eventually and make the throw you know so then you were part of the peanut gallery True. We all live that experience. True. Who is really the the backbone of this group? You know what I'm saying? If I didn't toss that perfectly, we would have been there all night, guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Eddie is the backbone of that group. (laughs) True. (laughs) True. You should just listen to him and follow him down the trail instead of Caleb. There's another guy that showed up too. You remember that other guy? Yeah, that guy was super nice. Because we had we had gotten back from hiking out because that took us like what maybe two and a half hours three hours something like that. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you. I can actually look. <laughs> I forgot I tracked it. Well, regardless, we got back and uh, obviously having not slept well the first night, we just hunkered down for a and nap. And I just took another nap with you. Yeah, you had <laughs> you just like you woke up a little bit when we got back because you just kept sleeping and. Uh, <laughs> You got out to what to get your down. little pretzel bites, dude. Right the most amazing in. time ever was those pretzel bites in that hammock. It did look okay. like you're having a good Buffalo time. Snyder's highly you suggest. Had a, you had a great view, you know, right there, right, right by the water. Hashtag not sponsored. Well, the best thing about that, um, that net, because I came back with a bunch of bites all over me, and it's definitely from those black flies, and. uh I, I didn't have a net to zip up in. I had zero zero degree rated sleeping bag. So to beat the flies, I like tucked myself in the sleeping bag. I woke up like an hour later, just like dehydrated. 
because I was just overheating because it's still 60 degrees out, but I'm tucked away to try and hide from these fucking black flies. So I just sweat like crazy. Uh, so it was it was pretty tough. Josh, you had it pretty clutch with that net. Yeah, I, I remember in the beginning of that trip, too. I was like, this hammock better be worth it because I had no clue. I didn't open it up or anything. <clears throat> Yeah. So I had no clue if I was gonna be able to like sleep in it, like it was gonna hold me any of that stuff, and it it was definitely worth it. Oh my god, yeah, those black flies are brutal. So that was there was that guy, and the first thing he said, the second guy that walked up to us, don't know his name, he literally was like, "Oh, I guess this spot isn't as remote as I thought." Yeah, that's right. I was just kind of like, no, I think we're the only two or four, I should say, including the guy that just showed up other than Sam Eddie, because obviously he does that all the time. But we're the only four idiots that would come out this far. That's what it felt like. (laughs) Because in that book, too, in that log book, wasn't it like Sam, like literally every other fucking log? Yeah, (laughs) it was a lot of Sam. It's definitely a lot of Sam. Uh, Yeah, I think that guy was trying to stay. Are you actually going to? Why not? There you go. Why not? I mean, well, anyways, honest work out there. So, yeah, he de- he definitely does. I was just kind of half reading that article you posted, and apparently he would like clean up the lean tos and hike all the trash out, which is actually, a, yeah, like damn man, he put some work in for those those lean tos because people hundred percent leave trash there, which is such a shitty thing to do. T- to it's be clear, we didn't. I didn't carve in that lean to you know, no, like no. a good person, right? Well, I didn't know he said that until after. Okay, guys, just that's common my sense, defense. Josh. You leave it how you found and it. And the best part is, I didn't leave our names, so you know, no trail, no paper trail. We're in the they'll never, they'll never know who the boys are. True. Oh wait, <laughs> well now they will. Uh, I'll see you guys. My favorite was getting out there and seeing a Trump 2024 carved into the side <laughs> yeah, of the that lane. That was awesome. I was like, man, somebody did wasted zero time. Right, like it had been what, I don't know how many months since the election, but still they hiked all the way out there and the felt compelled part, enough to carve it in the. I don't know if you noticed, but it was uh, signed underneath S E for Sam Eddy. <gasps> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. <laughs> that's that's libelism, Josh. That's slander. You're right, that that guy looks like he would vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> okay, just you're making it worse. <laughs> so the other thing I did want to briefly talk about, Chad, is from your from your MRE bag. Yeah, how was that old fashioned? <laughs> Wait, what? Old fashioned. <laughs> the old fashioned. Yeah. Right, well, I have to say I'm upset with uh, Caleb and Josh because. <clears throat> well, Josh and I, Caleb didn't even bring any liquor. Apparently, he was too scarred from the first time around. <laughs> Uh, I brought two bottles you... last time <laughs> that you never that you barely drank. I put half of a shot in my coffee oh, on the second God. morning because I was like, "Oh, I'm feeling. I don't have any ibuprofen. I need something to dull the pain." <laughs> so I hiked a little personal out there of Gentleman Jack. Josh hiked a little personal of like Fireball out. He didn't drink any of his. I was the only one drinking. And. uh I mean, to be fair, it was pretty eerie out there, so I figured the best way for me to get sleep initially was to just get a little, you know, get a little tipsy. tipsy. That's probably why you slept so well, honestly, the second night, because I did not not sleep that well. It could have been... It could have been because of the Lord of the Rings music, but I'm not going (laughs) to place blame. We're getting to that. We're getting to that. You're welcome. But no, so in the MRE bag, there's like a bunch of accessory stuff. One of them was a... it was like an orange sports drink mix powder. It's ghetto Gatorade. That's right. So I sacrificed orange one of the thing. three bottles of clean water that I brought out there to make some orange, some orange aid, some uh, ghettoized orange aid. And uh, I came up with the brilliant idea of mixing that with my gentleman, adding a little bit of sugar and a little bit of water. And it was an old fashioned and it was delicious. Was it though? It was honestly better than it ever deserved to be. That's all I'll say about it. <laughs> it shouldn't have been as good as it ended suffered. up being. Huh? It's because of how much you suffered. And then you <laughs> had that drink and you are like, oh, this is the best old-fashioned I've ever fucking had. <laughs> it was pretty good, though. 
Yeah, that's also because that was the last drink you had that night. So, like, you already were, you know, a little... I mean, that's also... That's a mitigating factor, for sure. Yeah. I can't believe you did that. You were like, I got an old-fashioned. I said, how the hell did you do that? Hey, you guys were ragging on me that I wasn't going to be up. I was up. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. You were the last one. No. You were. I was the last one packed. I wasn't the last one up, though. How dare you, sir? (laughs) So we, we turn in for the night at that point. <clears throat> We're all sleeping inside the lean-to this time. <laughs> yeah, we just gave but up before, on that. But before we get into the lean-to, I'm thinking, hey, let's change this fire rock formation here so that more heat goes towards the lean-to. <laughs> and I'm using a shovel because we already have a pretty good fire going in there. I'm using a shovel to move rocks to the opposite side so I can build like a little wall. I grab... The last rock, (laughs) move it to the other side. I move it to the other side, and it tips over, and instinctively, I go and grab the rock so it doesn't fall into the fire. Well, the rock is scolding fucking hot, (laughs) and I burn my hand. Well, it was great, because I had just thrown some some, something into the fire, and it's like a quarter of the wood that we found was like just wet in general. So I heard a distinct sizzling noise, and I was like, was that your hand? Because you reacted, and I heard sizzling. So I couldn't tell if it was wet wood or your flesh. Um, I think but it, was it was my definitely, flesh, to be honest with you. It's definitely one of them, yeah. My hand was pretty sore for quite a few days after that. Probably like almost 10 days. It was pretty tender. He wasn't high-fiving anyone. No, I was doing the elbow. <laughs> you know, Devastating. COVID. Hey, COVID. <laughs> I will say, though, that was one of the most annoying things about uh, where that place was in particular, because all the wood we were burning was pine, and it burned so quickly. The amount of times we had to go scavenge for wood was, and like, you don't, you're not going to hike like better burning logs out there. But at the same time, I mean, we spent a good few hours between the two days, I would say, just collecting wood, just chucking into a pile breaking it up well i mean well, if those freaking birch trees would have just died already <laughs> we would have had wood for days yeah josh can we talk about that no. real quick nah, nah, dude. <laughs> what we will talk about is the fact that sure. on the way in we found all that cut up wood and then we couldn't fucking find any of it it felt like yeah, we found one pile, but I swear there was like four we saw walking there was. towards there the lean-to. for sure was, because yeah. remember on the way out, we found it. We found, yeah, we found a couple. So what would be your guess with that? Do you think people actually just camped out there? Because it, it wasn't that close. I mean, it still was a few, I'd say at least a hundred yards or two for that, for that, uh, wood that was chopped up and stuff used for firewood clearly you think people like just camped out there instead of making and like doing the lean-to yeah i think what happens is when the lean-to is occupied you have two options you can either kind of go a little ways down you know down the side of the sand lake and just camp down there or you can head back to wolf pond and go back right. to the lean-to back at wolf pond and i think exactly, those yeah. are left over from people being like i'm not walking back Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I figured as well. Um, and you may as well leave it for the next people that are going to come along, you know. Yeah. So we leave on the way back. We're going through a slightly different terrain because I'm, I'm hoping that I can cut out all the crap we did coming back out. And I did successfully. I mean, we cut off another what, almost 45 minutes, almost an hour worth of walking that we were able to cut out. But in order to cut that out, we had to go through some rough rough terrain. And that's when I got nutted. It was like a swamp. Yeah, that was was. It was weird. It was, everything was wet out there. You know what I was always amazed by? Because there's so many beavers and the, the, the groundwater, I guess, must be real high. Because yes. where you're walking and you think it should be dry, it absolutely is not. Yep. And there were some parts where it was like moss, you know, and you would walk on it and it would give a little bit like a waterbed. It was very bizarre. Well, you can see why when we came back and talked to you from our first trip, both 
Josh, Cyril, well, and myself were all like, fuck beavers. We hate beavers. Man. <laughs> yeah. shit. Fuck Dude, everything gets wet out there, man. It all gets like backed up. Yeah. 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 It's weird. Well, that's, just, well, that's why we were, you know, half the wood we were picking up off the ground, we'd bring it back and we'd realize it was like kind of rotten. You're like, Jesus yeah, Christ, wet. man. It was annoying. Still well, have yet to see a beaver. We did not. We did not see a beaver. We saw plenty of beaver sign, like Chad and I, especially on that walk in between Sand Lake and Rock Lake. We found a lot of um, like places where they would dig out to either put in like a like a caster pile to attract a mate, or so that they could slip out in and out. I think they're called slides. I can't remember, oh, but we sure. did find a few of those in between Rock Lake and Sand Lake on our hike. Yeah, a decent amount. But ultimately, you know, we leave, we make it all the way back. We make it in record time. Like I said, it was even shorter coming back out. Um, The whole trip, though, like all in all, Chad, did, did you like take anything from it? Is there something that you were like, man, I would do this again or I would not do that ever again or anything of that nature? Uh, if I could figure out the sleeping situation, staying warm at night and the bug situation, if I could master those, I'd be all about it. I don't think you'll ever master the bugs, but I do feel like there's better solutions for sleeping. Yeah. Just more DEET, you know? What is... <laughs> Just 90% DEET? Yeah. I mean, what's cancer at just, 39 if I can go hiking right now and not get touched by a single bug? Uh, just go out in a beekeeper's suit would be the <laughs> solution. Honestly, God, I don't want to know what the mosquitoes are like out there, especially yeah. considering how wet it is around there. It oh. must be... an like a nightmare yeah so if i if i could figure that out because that's why you know i was a little apprehensive about going spring or fall because it gets cold at night but you're almost better off without the bugs and also without the brush we we whipped i think a big factor of, of us moving as quick as we did was not a lot of the brush had grown in yet like everything that was green out there was pretty much pine trees you know yeah um I don't know what that willow I think you were calling it, Caleb. That stuff that the beavers like to yeah munch down on the willow trees. Is it? Is that what I'm saying? I don't it's know like what they're it is. like bushes. Yeah, like they're that. like yeah. Bushes. They, they weren't. They hadn't really grown in yet, so we were able to just get through less vegetation. But uh, no, it was great. It was. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I would absolutely do it again. Sweet, Josh. How about you? Anything that you took from this trip as opposed to the last one? Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say the bugs. We definitely didn't have to run into that last time. I would wear a baseball cap. (laughs) (laughs) Shave my head is more like it. What I noticed is we wore a beanie on the way back, and even the beanie was great. Like, yeah, that stopped them as well, (laughs) because Chad was like, I'm going to take it off. Like, this is, this is, it's, it's killing me. And then. What, you took it off for maybe a couple of minutes and you're like, yeah, no, putting it back on. Well, we started off early in the morning, so I started off the day wearing it. And then, you know, it started warming up. It's getting about 60 degrees. So I took I took the beanie off for about four minutes until I realized how much worse the flies were. I popped it straight back on. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll sweat through it if it means I don't have to deal with these bugs. Yeah. And then I didn't know where I had put the bug spray on the way back, so I was just hoping we got out real quick before the the black flies got bad. Yeah, it definitely wasn't bad on the way back, and I feel like that that was probably because of the beanie as well. Yeah, and we were moving quick. We were moving quick. It's when you, like, stop for a while, and they start just hovering. Yeah. But I think I think Ugh. the biggest thing, yeah, that I took away is the fact that we actually made it. Like, I actually... We actually got satisfaction that we made it this time (laughs) like last time it was satisfaction that we got back to the truck this time it was satisfaction that we actually made it out and like got to got to hang out like the lean-to was awesome had an outhouse like the whole whole thing was (laughs) really nice yeah, compared to like pooping a hole in the ground. Uh, yeah, compared to like just oh, uh, you know dead trees around and being like, all right, this is gonna be our home. Like, we no, it was her down for the night. Yeah. We didn't have to hang our ass cheeks off the side of a of a log and then hope that your poop yeah. doesn't press up against your butt. <laughs> I think the biggest thing too that I, I took away is the fact that it was actually nature. 
Like, you could actually hear birds a lot more. Like, mm. all that stuff. It wasn't dead silent like it was the first trip because we went so out of the way that even birds and stuff, you know, they weren't dealing with it either. <laughs> like, so I, I, I think that was the nice. weather, Josh. Maybe. It must have. It was have. cold as hell the first time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But there there still was, like, no, like, loons, nothing. Like, it was just dead quiet. It was weird. Yeah, but, like, <clears throat> where it was cold for us at 39 degrees, you guys were almost 20 degrees colder when you guys went. It wasn't that cold. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that cold. Mean. It was really like wasn't 25 that cold. degrees for you guys or 20 degrees there or something There was frost like uh, when we woke up, but... It was in like I the don't think it was super. mid to high twenties. I don't think it was that. Yeah, low. I don't think it was. <laughs> if it was lower than like mid to high twenties, I probably would have died. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> dude, the mornings were so bad to get up. Like, oh my gosh! But it, it was nice. I think actually, yeah, just making it. Yeah, we, we set a goal thing. and we actually accomplished yeah. it. Yeah. And the satisfaction I got out of that was just like like for a moment it was relief. And then for me, and I feel like this is kind of a little more just how I'm wired, it was all right, how far can we go next time? Like where can we go next time? What's what how how can I make this a little bit more difficult for next yeah. time? <laughs> yeah, I mean you definitely learn. I think the biggest thing too is we're learning. Like it, we learned every single time we went out and came back. Like we got better every single. We we went from eight hours to you know, it took us eight hours to go two miles to, it took us you know three hours to go five miles. Like it was, it's just a matter of learning. And I think I think we're we definitely got better every single time. And if we go somewhere else, I mean, we'll probably have to learn the area. It'll take a little bit of time, but I feel like we're just getting better at the whole backpacking hiking thing as a whole i mean we I, we've never done anything like this so no no and i think the next one what i would love to do is is to because one of our like mini goals that we had on this trip both times was to climb like one of the little i'll call yeah. it a summit but most yeah. people wouldn't call it a summit but you know there's a couple of larger hills like nearby but there's no way that we were going to be able to make no. it all the way no. out there just no. just from the brush and everything when but it was four miles time, away yeah I do think next time it would be cool to incorporate some sort of a peak just in the like the overall Adirondacks, whether it's, you know, Lake Placid or you know, maybe we go to Vermont or New Hampshire or I don't know, something like close enough to where it's not a huge headache to get there, yeah. but challenging enough for it to be just as satisfying as when at least for me, when we finally made it to the Sand Lake Lean-To, and I looked around, I was like, holy shit. Like, this was the goal. <laughs> I failed last time miserably. I'm so happy we made it this time. And then immediately after, two things. Like, okay, what? how can we make it more harder next time? And what do I do now? I don't know what to do. We have, like, a day and a half before I have to go back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because we had fully settled in. We had the fire going, like everyone's backpacks were off. And you literally were sitting by the fire and you're like, I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't. That's the biggest thing for us is like, I mean, maybe we can even do something like that. Like, um, like some sort of trail where you like keep keep like making camp and then don't, you know, you can't you pack back up the next morning and go, try to get higher up a summit type thing because. I mean, that's that's basically what we were expecting is the backpacking, the walking, not the getting there and doing, you know, we just wanted to get there. That's it. We didn't know what to do when we actually got there. I mean, knowing what I know now, I feel like I would have, I would, when we got to Sand Lake, I would have been like, all right, let's keep going to Wolf Pond and then we'll spend the night there and then we'll come back to Sand Lake, spend the night here and then go back then. Right. Like it's like knowing it's what I know constant now. constant moving. Like yeah. that. Like that'd be nice. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, going on that trip with me, uh, Cyril. I know you didn't get to go on, but you were you were there in spirit, and you were certainly there on the first one. So you did more suffering. Chad's still low on the totem pole of suffering, very mm. low on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. Whoa! I lost my hoodie. 
Oh, that's right. Well, now we gotta go somewhere <laughs> new. Well, Cyril, true. Cyril yeah. lost a water bottle last time. Chad lost a hoodie. I lost a a crank. And Josh, Josh lost his dignity. <laughs> there you go. When did I have it? <laughs> Remember when you were pooping in the outhouse and you had a your knees were pushing the door out and I could see your face. Trust me, that that wasn't my <laughs> dignity. I was having a grand old time in there. No, I don't I think Josh also, actually lost anything. I was glad that Sam didn't come any earlier too, because I was fucking walking around naked for a minute there trying to change. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh shit. Ah. <sighs> Well, I look forward to the next one. I'm sure at some point we'll we'll figure something out. Maybe maybe for the fall, maybe for next spring. Who knows? But yeah, again, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, thank of you course. so much for going on that ridiculous journey with me. And hopefully, next time we'll we'll be able to make it all four of us next time. We're Dude, doing one next July. time. We gotta get we gotta get the GoPros. We gotta get the GoPros. Dude, I didn't even talk about how pissed off I was that Chad didn't fucking get his shit. Oh, please. (laughs) How dare you? Because that would be awesome. Just just, because it's one thing telling a story, but like showing what it was like. I mean, that's that's why I I take pictures and stuff like that. I did get some footage and I'm hoping to splice together some footage over our audio here. So, so that if people do like go on YouTube and look at it, they'll see a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I do think I agree with you, Josh, next time. I think I'm just going to shell out the money for, for, uh, you know, another GoPro, just my own. I mean, shoot, I'd even do the same thing. I don't care. That that stuff is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't depend on Chad for it. So I have to. (laughs) Dude, SD cards, you know? Who made them? I had an SD card. Okay, do you want me to explain the technicalities of what happened with the GoPro? Because I had my shit. How fucking dare you? Nah, well, you did Let's just go with the fact that you needed Wi-Fi to get it actually going, so therefore you didn't have it going. So therefore, GoPro manufacturers need to eat a fat... You didn't hear? He was 75% prepared, he said. Correct. In the GoPro department, 100% prepared otherwise. Don't double check that math. Hey, where's that Lugia hoodie again? <laughs> some, some bear young, shit some young on it. Wearing it. Oh. Some bear is wearing it, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's more accurate. Oh, shit. Well, Magical. I appreciate it, boys. And hopefully next time we'll be able to do uh, a little more with it. Peace. Peace. Ha <laughs> ha.